What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Latino Nerd Order podcast. We have a very special guest here today. We'll be discussing uh, season four spoiler review of Cobra Kai and just kind of getting into the nitty gritty of the show. Uh, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for our guest? Sure. Uh, so my name is Dave. I uh, I do a lot of things. I, I play guitar in some hardcore and some metalcore bands. Uh, I stream on Twitch occasionally. Uh, <laughs> I'm really into like barbecue and stuff and all things nerd related. Like, you know, I play a ton of video games. Um, I read comics, like all that stuff. Sick. Well, thanks for doing this with me, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. All right. So I know we're going to talk about uh, Cobra Kai, but before we get into that, um, just going to kind of ask you a few questions. So do you remember how did you find, uh, how what was the first thing like nerd related that you ever kind of came across and that you were like, okay, like this is kind of for me? Uh, it was when I got the Nintendo Entertainment System for, I don't remember if it was my birthday or if it was Christmas that year, but I was five years old. And like playing Mario Brothers for the first time, I was like, holy shit, video games are awesome. Oh, yeah. Like that was it. Like that put me down the path. Cool. So I know Comic related it was uh, it was a, a Thor comic that my grandma bought me in a grocery oh, store. Sh- we were grocery shopping. Um, it was uh, I forget what number it was, but it was it was the first comic that I ever got and read and like was so stoked on it. Like that really like launched me down a, a deep the dark path comic path yes yeah that's awesome man um so i normally ask this question to all of our guests uh do you have a favorite uh latino movie creator uh piece of art superhero uh it can be anything uh if you can think of anything but yeah absolutely miles morales it's easy hell yeah <laughs> i love that spider-man is my favorite my favorite marvel character i've and gotten miles morales spider-man is like right up there I've gotten uh, Miles and then uh, Spider-Man 2099, uh, Miguel Hera. So oh, yeah. it's been uh, pretty pretty split. So uh, it's kind of funny that most of the times they come back to like uh, normally like those two guys. Uh, Sean from Metalcore Nerd said Oscar Isaac, excuse me, which of course is voiced. He voices uh, Miguel Hera and the Spider-Verse movie, um, which I'm pretty excited about. Awesome. So we're here to talk, uh, obviously, Cobra Kai. But before we get into that, is there anything you've been watching uh, that's been kind of getting your attention that you've been kind of just glued to your TV screen? Uh, I just finished Witcher Season 2 last week. Um, I actually didn't realize it was only eight episodes. I finished the eighth episode, and, like, the ninth didn't play. And I was like, what the fuck? How is this the end of this? Like, it's too soon. Like, I'm not ready for it to end. Um, and then I'm I'm waiting for all the episodes of The Expanse to to drop so I can watch that without waiting because that show on Amazon Prime is also phenomenal. Gotcha. Yeah, I still haven't seen either the first season or the second season. Uh, I am a big Henry Cavill fan, so I should probably get on top of that. But you really um, I just the first have... season starts kind of slow, honestly. Oh, okay. I, season two is way better than season one. I know it's based loosely on the video game, which is based on a book, right? Yeah. I, I honestly don't really like the games. I've, I've tried playing them. It's not my style. Yeah, I haven't played the game yet, um, but I've heard really good things about it. So 
but cool. Yeah. So do you remember how you kind of came across Cobra Kai? Were you one of like the late jumpers like me? I, yeah. I can't, I came across of it. Like uh, my roommate was actually watching it. And when I walked in, uh, well, first I heard of the show, but I was like, it's on YouTube. So it's probably going to be like fucking garbage. Right. <laughs> um, it is garbage, but like in the, in the best way. I agree. And, 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 and we'll get into all that, but um, I've seen the Karate Kid movies, but I obviously never, I was like fucking like four or five when I saw them. So like, I had no idea what the fuck I was watching Um, for some reason in Mexican culture, uh, the dads and the uncles of the groups are real big. on just like weird, like karate movies. Like I remember my uncle watching like Bloodsport all the time. Uh, and just that cult, that whole culture, I don't know. They're like obsessed with it. And it's really interesting. <laughs> uh, like not growing up and just being like, uh, okay, like, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I, I came across it. My roommate was watching it and I was, I sat down for a couple episodes and then like, next thing you know, like we were done with like season one and I was like, oh shit. Um, what are your thoughts of the show, uh, so far? So I, I, like you, I, I jumped in very late. I watched, um, I guess all three seasons that were out last December and January, like I ripped through it all super fast. Um, and same as you, I saw that it was a YouTube show originally and I was like, no way this is any good. Um, and I'm not like super into the karate kid movies either. Same. Like, yeah, I saw them and I was like, okay, these are cool. But like, I'm definitely not obsessed with them. Like, a lot of other people that I knew and uh, it was just not a thing that I was ever like really into. And then just one day I was out of stuff to watch and I was like, well, we'll give an episode a try only because they're short episodes. They're super short. You can yeah. kill You can kill a season. Like, and like, I, I don't know, like we, we killed most of So the fourth season dropped and then we kind of watched it together. I'm kind of a shitty roommate and I ended up finishing it without my roommate but um we already we already crossed that path so there's <laughs> no turning back on that one um i i remember seeing like the, the cobra kai shirts and all that stuff and i just i don't know this the show's never for me and then like i'm a real big fan of like 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 cheesy shit like like one of my favorite movies is uh batman forever and batman and robin like just god awful, terrible, cheesy movies that um, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I just gravitate towards it, and I feel like this show like kind of falls under that. But it's just crazy to me that like to think that like somewhere in California there's like a little bubble of like just karate and like right. that's that's so it's so weird that it's like the only town in America where like karate is the only thing that matters. It's like you know, high school football in Texas. Yeah, it's like gang it's, warfare. Like, it's so insane. Yeah. Though, like. <laughs> Except it's like minors bare-knuckle brawling for sport. <laughs> exactly. Watch. Like, it's so bizarre. It's so wild. Um, <laughs> so season four, I think, was pretty interesting overall. Uh, There's a lot of arcs that kind of got left with the way um, season three ended. Obviously, season three ended with uh, the big injuries, Miguel got hurt. Then uh, they realized that they kind of had to unite to kind of put an end to Cobra Kai. And then they kind of picked up from there. Um, what were some of your favorite 
character arcs in this season because we had a lot of interesting stuff. So I was a really big fan of everything that was happening with the youngest LaRusso. Um, oh, God. I forget his name. What the heck is his name? I think it's Anthony, right? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony. Like, I, I was, one, I thought it was an interesting way to potentially set up, like, another, quote-unquote, class of of kids for Cobra Kai the show to continue on with because at some point i mean these kids are like what 17 like they yeah. can't stay in high school forever so you've got that kid like that, that kid like grew because i remember him being like chubby yeah like, in the first couple of scenes and this is not me like fat shaming i'm a big guy it's just kind of interesting to see like 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 puberty hit this kid and all of yeah. a sudden that, that always happens in shows like this though when you have child actors you know that's like, true yeah it, you, you see, like in between seasons like kids hit puberty sometimes <laughs> they show up looking like five years older than they were a month totally. ago in show continuity and you're like whoa what happened that, that actually just happened in the witcher um with one of the, the main characters siri she was very young in the first season and then looks like she's about 19 20 years old in the second season without explanation but that just happens but anyway um that that whole like he's kind of the bully and he was playing i guess kind of a villain role in that that little story arc I thought yeah. it was an interesting it was an interesting thing to do with the LaRusso family because really, you know, There's, Sam and, and Daniel are like the, the quote unquote good guys. That's 90% true. 90% of the time. Even that's though true. Danny's kind of a dick in this show. Yeah, that's true. In it's general. just it's just kind of crazy because and I guess this is so this is the creators kind of building on the lore of Cobra Kai and Karate Kid. Like it's just really interesting because you're like how many more guys like has daniel larusso like pissed off in the valley and like <laughs> apparently it's like a shit ton of people right um which is just kind of wild to see um but i think it's really cool that they're creating like a weird like cobra kaiverse i guess you can call it like yeah it's just like okay like so one one of the interesting characters i thought in this season for me was um the addition of uh, Terry Silver um, in in the movies, I don't remember much. If I'm being honest, but Same. I just remember um, him popping up into the season, and I was like, "The show is really predictable sometimes, right? Like, yeah. like, like, you know, like they they kind of repeat the same arcs. Kid gets bullied by a fellow karate member. He joins the opposite club, the the opposite dojo. Sorry, before I get canceled on the internet." He joins the opposite dojo and then usually turns, right? Um, mm-hmm. So when they bring him in, uh, you you realize that he is uh, – there's a flashback in season three, uh, multiple flashbacks, and there's a person in that cage with Terry Silver, which apparently that uh, – with John Kreese, sorry, which apparently that wasn't a, a, a an actual backstory of the show. Um, they just kind of created it for the show because obviously in the movies – they did kind of mention uh, Kreese being in the military and his time in Vietnam, but they never really go into it. Um, and apparently they found, they pulled that out and created a storyline, um, which now we get um, Terry Silver. And you show, he, he's just like a different type of evil. Like you can kind of tell his demeanor, the way he acts. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's because a uh, Crease eventually kind of softens up towards the end of the season, but um, I mean, Crease kind of like manipulates Terry Silver for most of the season. 
Uh, and then you kind of figure out and then Terry by the end of the season gets kind of fed up, but that character to me was really interesting because like in seasons two and three, I felt like crease and uh, Johnny kind of were giving up on the, uh, the whole mentality of Cobra Kai, like strike first, like no mercy, like all that stuff. And then silver comes in and they just backed by money. Now, like they get like all these fucking like kick-ass, like, just out of nowhere like suits like like cracked like practice jerseys and stuff for for the karate and and i thought he was a really interesting uh, addition to the show and honestly some of the best acting in the show that wasn't like atrocious because some of the acting in the show is just like very cheesy very 80s like very on on point with that so um honestly i'm like I'm really conflicted when it comes to the acting because I think that the a lot of the the I don't want to say poor acting, but like it's kind of poor acting. Um, yeah. It really lends itself to like the style of show that it is, which is sort of like it it kind of feels like a CW teen drama in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, I think that it fits the tone of the show just fine, and it's probably the right way to do it. Um, but like Tori specifically. Oh God! That, and I think that I think that Peyton—I forget her last name—the actress's name, Peyton something. Um, Let me see here. I have I have, I have, I have the cast. Peyton List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm I'm assuming she's just being directed to do this, but like that she's always making this very strange, pseudo aggressive face, like at all times. She's always no like, no matter what news or or what someone says to her, she has a very strange like bull about to charge look on her face and I can't get past it. It drives me so nuts, but again, it's still like kind of fits to the to the show and a little bit of like the, the ambiance of it being kind of a goofy teen drama. That's very true. Uh, you're spot on with that. I think the, I mean, some of the best acting in the season two has to be from, uh, from uh, Zolo uh, Maridueña, who's also casted as the blue beetle for the DC movie. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so he I like him a lot. So that explains his character arc in this show where obviously he goes off to find his dad. Now you get the plot twist that Miguel's mom lied to Miguel about the dad situation. So like is his dad like I really hope they don't as a Latino, I really hope they don't go like the stereotypical route that he's like some dangerous like crime lord in Mexico. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen is it just based on how this show handles things like that i know like, yeah the stereotype is the probably the most easy thing for them to do and i think that's probably what happens so i was a little worried about that but i hope that's not the case i mean they kind of seem they kind of seem to lean lean into it with um certain things with uh, william zabska's character johnny lawrence they obviously like He's obviously like that guy that never grew up out of his high school phase, never really grew up out of the whole like karate thing. So he's just like chick, like fucking babes, beers and fucking like <laughs> hair metal. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of he's kind of come along in this season, too. And, and, and we'll dive into that. But um, I think Miguel's character was like kind of well written for the most part, because obviously him and Robbie um, have the ongoing tension of having Johnny's Johnny's attention um which also Tanner Buchanan who's Robbie Keane I think absolutely nailed it um there's a scene 
in the finale that kind of got to me um, where he just kind of breaks down finally. And he's just like, I'm tired of fighting. Like, I'm, I'm like, 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 I just want my dad. And he kind of, uh, him and Johnny Lawrence uh, kind of embrace each other again. And that's kind of the, the tide of the turn, but, and we're kind of jumping all around here, guys. So kind of forgive us, but we don't really have an outline for the show. It's just my fault, but um, <laughs> it's free form. It's okay. It's free form. It's very to have free form episodes. It's very true. So you get an introduction of a new character um, who turns out to be uh, the brother of one of the cellmates of Robbie Keane and Juvie. Um, I don't, I don't remember his name, but I'm trying to find it. Uh, Forgive us, guys. This episode's very all over the place, and that's my fault. Uh, Kenny. Kenny. Kenny Payne is brothers with one of the guys that is uh, in juvie with Robbie, who Robbie had to like beat down to like earn his respect, which is which is fine. I really like I really like that. That was a really cool story. But that kid's acting was top notch. He mm-hmm. went from bullied to joining Cobra Kai again with that typical with that very typical story arc of kids get bullied joins Cobra Kai becomes a badass I mean it's all it's WWE heel turns man that's what this show is all about oh 100 percent that's what it's all about and I love it I eat that shit up I will say and since we mentioned him at the beginning of the podcast or you mentioned him at the beginning of the podcast there's people kind of vouching for that actor to be to be uh miles morales that'd be interesting which i don't know the age wise but i feel like it could in a couple of years it could pan out because we're probably going to yeah. get another three or four tom movies before that happens but i could definitely see him playing miles morales although uh i think you're right it depends on what what version of miles we're putting in the movie yeah because I mean, at this point, spoilers for No Way Home, have you been like one of the only people not to see it? I feel like we'll get, I don't know. It just kind of depends what they decide to do. I feel like he'll meet them young and maybe pass the torch over, but whatever. We're kind of getting into some other shit, but. Yeah, we're way off base. It's fine, though. From, from the topic at hand, at least. There's a lot of character development in the show. And then one of the worst episodes that I absolutely like hated was like the whole prom thing they did Mm. or a grown man is like here i'll give you this fucking ferrari to take to prom with your dojo mate and i'll give you money for a suit and i'll give you money just to go do things which i just bought tori's dress too yeah some of the shows just so outlandish and yes that whole scene was really awkward but it kind of nailed the it kind of nailed home the point of Hawk in this season, which he you knew at some point he was gonna turn. Mm-hmm. It was coming. Um, especially after they shaved they 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 shaved this kid's mullet off or mohawk off and he doesn't have that anymore. Which is just insane to me. But um so what do you think about Hawk's kind of uh, redemption in this season? And we'll get I, I'm, I was a fan because I like that character in general. I think he was one of the better characters from the first two seasons and one of my favorites. Um, 
I thought it was interesting that they had him end up with Miyagi Do. I do too. I would have I would have expected like a sort of like a, a reconciliation with Johnny and the go to Eagle Fang, but instead, you know, he kind of went like a different path. Yeah, Which is, I guess sort of a, at the heart of it, the show is kind of all about like finding your own path in life. In a lot yeah, of ways. which was a big theme this season. Obviously, like obviously, um, Miyagi Do is real defense based karate, and I'm no karate expert, but this is just from watching. <laughs> this is just from watching <laughs> the show, um, and they talk about it all the time. So Miyagi Do is real defense based, and then uh, Cobra Kai is real on the offense, strike hard, strike first, no mercy type stuff, um, and then you, and then you have the defection. So Eagle Fang kind of comes about Johnny gets kicked out of Cobra Kai uh, at the end of season three. And then they have to, the big, the big theme of this season was like, we're going to take down Cobra Kai. And then they tried to combine forces. And from the moment that happens, you know, it's not going to work out because Johnny and Lawrence are just two, two total humans, two total different humans on, on two total opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to, uh, lifestyle choices and but most of all like principles and karate um which i knew that wasn't going to work out but i didn't expect it to kind of go the way it went um so there's a lot of easter eggs in this show apparently this is what people are thinking the girl that daniel larusso's kid anthony falls is falling for is rumored to be Hillary Swank's daughter. Which Hillary Swank is in one of the Karate Kids. That's right. She was that the next Karate Kid. That yeah. was the Hillary Swank Karate Kid. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even watch that movie. I, I didn't either. <laughs> but there's rumors that it might be her or it might be... That would be, make sense. Or it might be um, the total badass chick that Eagle Fang picked up at the debate. Mm. which then I guess would kind of make sense because you can kind of keep going with more history of, of the show, but I don't know if they'll go that deep dive into it because, but, and I know they got this question asked, people were like, Oh, well, will we see like a Jaden Smith or something? But apparently the creators have established that that's like a whole different universe, I guess. Oh, I did not know that. Um, uh, the Jackie Chan playing uh, Mr. Miyagi and then uh, Jaden Smith playing his own version of Daniel LaRusso, which obviously isn't Daniel LaRusso. I but guess that does make sense that it wouldn't be. I saw that movie and I actually really liked it, but I like I trash. That either. I like trash movies, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I like some trash movies too. Um, so throughout the whole season, they're kind of fighting to kind of the big, the big thing on this season is like do things your own way or like, they always find a way to retract this back to Miyagi. Well, Mr. Miyagi said, and then obviously the fights keep happening. And then eventually it gets to the point where they end up fighting. Uh, Stingray is trying to Stingray wakes up from uh, Stingray is finally out of probation or something like that. And then he gets to, he goes looking for his, uh, I guess there was a fallout from all the shit that happened in 
uh, the school fight and then um, all the other stuff that happened in season three. Um, apparently Stingray was somehow arrested because he's a fucking full ass grown adult hanging out with kids. But yeah, that character in general is like so weird to me and I wish we're just get written out of the show. Oh yeah. I cannot stand Stingray. I was, this is going to sound terrible, but he got his ass beat and then I was like, oh, cool. But apparently that's, this is not, (laughs) this is not going to be the end of him apparently. But yeah, I was um, low key kind of hoping that, that Silver would just kill him. Oh, same. I def I definitely thought that's where it was going to go. Yeah. Um. But so Stingray decides to kind of go out looking for his guys again. Um. He later walks into the dojo. He gets embarrassed. Um. John Kreese is like, "Who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing here?" Um. They tell him he's like Cobra Kai material. He'll never be Cobra Kai material. So he kind of goes off and does his own thing. Um. And then in another episode, he comes back and and this is at the point where Terry Silver and John Kreese have had uh, multiple discussions about um, their relationship. And you can tell that John Kreese is uh, manipulating Terry Silver into just kind of being there for him, being who he is, Um, uses the same example of well, I saved your life in Vietnam type stuff. Um, when he looks looking for Terry Silver, Terry Silver is a different person. He's off um, eating vegan meals with his now partner. And he doesn't remember what karate is. And just kind of like weird, like brainwash state that he's in in that scene just was kind of really funny to see. And then um, he does he punches something and then he's like oh yeah like that's that's the karate i know like typical cobra kai stuff um yeah but the relationship like you could see it coming like eventually you knew i personally thought it was going to be Cree stabbing silver in the back initially so did i until they started to there was little moments that happened in the last like three or four episodes where Oh yeah, like you mentioned already. You started to see John Kreese start to soften a little bit, reconsider some things. See Terry Silver would do or say something, and you could they would quick pan to to John Kreese, yep. like you could you know questioning it silently to himself, and uh, yeah. And then and then the conversation always happened of like, well, I'm your captain, and there's a really really good scene where they they. Uh, Tilly, t- uh, it's the scene where they they talk about weaknesses and they're in the dojo and they choose they're both competing for uh, what turns out to be like a weird six pack of beer um, but at that point you knew that Terry Silver was already onto John Kreese at that point um, so John Kreese chooses Robbie Terry Silver chooses Robbie's weakness, which turns out to be uh, Kenny. Uh, and then Kenny just gets his ass kicked. Um, so, uh, you know, gets his ass kicked. And then he, this all started over a comment that John Kreese made that everyone has a weakness. Um, and that, that's kind of the theme for like a couple episodes uh, between the relationship between Crease and Silver. Uh, the fight happens, and then he 
brings him back a again manipulating this guy. He brings him back a six pack of some beer from Vietnam that was only exclusive in Vietnam, and then they they kind of figure out he kind of figures out what his weakness is, and um, lo and behold, we all know John Kreese's weakness has always and always will be Johnny Lawrence. Um, so, what did you think about that falling out? Because I wasn't necessarily expecting it to happen this season but it did so i was i was kind of this is gonna sound weird but i was mad that the show made me feel bad for john crease i fucking know same <laughs> same i was like why would you you've now manipulated me into feeling bad for this dude who is a giant piece of shit for, yeah. for all intents and purposes everything that john crease has done in the show for four seasons has been to make him the fucking bad guy Oh yeah, now you've made me feel bad for him, and I was very upset about that. But I think they do a good job because, like, Terry Silver is just evil. Like the guy is just horrifying. So then we go back to Stingray trying to come in. Come in. Um, I can't remember what John Kreese tells Terry Silver, but it obviously gets him to the point where he gets like almost blackout drunk in the dojo. Stingray comes back in and he's like, hey, 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 Sensei Kreese, again, still with that whole weird power trip that Kreese has been on. He said, hey, Sensei Kreese said you can't be in here. And then he's like, yeah, but I think he made a mistake. And I think I am Cobra Kai material. And I feel like uh, Sensei Kreese made a mistake. And I really need to. Uh, he's like, I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm here to get back into uh, Cobra Kai. And then he goes. Oh, and nothing in this show has made me really uncomfortable till that scene. <laughs> Again, to the amazing acting of uh, what is his name? I should know this by now. The guy that plays Terry Silver. Anyways, oh, um, I don't think I know his name either. I should have it here somewhere. I must have passed it. Oh, well. Um, He comes in in silver. He hits him, and then he started assaulting him. And then silver keeps asking him, how bad do you want to join Cobra Kai? How bad do you want to join Cobra Kai? And then it just kind of ends there. Uh, The next episode starts with Stingray being in the hospital. Um. And then you're just like, oh, shit, like this is obviously uh, the doing of Terry Silver. Um, So then you kind of go and the last two episodes are the finale. Uh, I wasn't expecting to be so ecstatic about the fucking tournament because I just normally like really don't ever get like the first times we saw the tournaments. I was just like, okay, like, but apparently from the creators they got some extra budget and really wanted to go like super deep into the, uh, the tournament and make it like something really cool. Um, and then can we talk about the fucking random Carrie Underwood cameo in the show? Oh my God, please. Can we talk about it? Because I <laughs> lost it. I lost it when that happened. I actually, I was watching it. I actually texted one of my friends who was watching this season, like around the same pace as me. And I'm like, dude, did you watch episode whatever that was, second last episode? I'm like, have you yeah. watched it yet? He's like, no, I'm going to watch after work today. I'm like, please text me 
when it happens and tell me what you think. And then, you know, a few hours later, he texts me. He goes, motherfucking Carrie Underwood, why? It's <laughs> like, not only why, but like, why did every single child and adult in the fucking room get up and start dancing while Carrie Underwood is singing at a karate tournament? It's I was sanity. And it's funny because she sings the original Karate Kid song. So, like, I guess there's, like, a, a cheesy theme song that the Karate Kid had. Um, and she sung like the new version of it or something um i was just so thrown that was lost on me i had no idea i didn't expect it to be her i was just so confused yeah i was like so weird i was like okay the show keeps getting into like the craziness of like i don't know it was just (laughs) such a it was just weird it was really weird super weird it was like one of the most it was one of the most out of place things in all four seasons of Cobra Kai. Was that? I was like, I guess this Cobra Kai exists in our present timeline, which <laughs> that just poses so many more questions about how this little town in California is so karate obsessed and no one knows about it. And it's funny because way, yeah. And it's funny because the way they made that cameo was that the president of the all Valley was getting a vote of no confidence from the rest of the committee. Um, I don't know if it was because he promised to deliver something and that something was Carrie Underwood, or if he was prom- promising to deliver like a really good overall uh, all Valley tournament, which I was really entertained by this tournament. Uh, I thought the story Same. of the three dojos was really interesting. Yep. Um, and then they're like, man, the son of a bitch did it. Like, let's just forget Something that pissed me off too. Uh, the, the whole committee subplot was boring and out of so place insane. Like, didn't need it. Like, okay, like now we got a skills competition, which I guess you can kind of drag on that finale a little bit and kind of make things more interesting instead of just having um, a knockout tournament, which I guess kind of makes well, sense. But I wasn't a real big fan of the skills. Was cool to see because um, it created a better story. I just wish they would have. I don't know. Give me like vanilla ice. I will take vanilla ice over like <laughs> carry on, right. which is just, just, that was really weird. But apparently I mean, to, to be fair, the, like the skills competition stuff, those that's like real martial arts tournaments have that. Like, yeah, they have yeah. like weapons displays. Like it, it was more realistic in that sense. Yeah. And I appreciated that it wasn't just a bunch of high school kids fighting each other for sport. They added some, some nuance to the competition, which I thought was cool. They're like, we got to make this better. Let's just make it more realistic. Um, but it seemed like the budget of that finale had a lot more money into it because that finale really felt like a movie versus yeah. like the rest of the season, which I was a little not ticked off by, but I was just like, obviously their focus was the finale and like, I was kind of cool. was kind of not cool. Um, I mean, I think that could maybe have been by design because they spent the whole season building to uh, the tournament. Yeah, yeah. So you want to give it a little bit, you know, extra flair and a bigger feel to that episode because you've been building up everyone's anticipation. And, and on top of that, uh, after the school riot, what they're calling it a school riot, um, they obviously didn't want um, karate in the valley apparently to be a thing anymore. Kids got hurt, obviously. Uh, broken backs, broken backs. Uh, Samantha Larusso's fucking scarred for life. Um, 
which I thought the school fight was really that shit broke my heart because I was such a Miguel fan and I was like, but I didn't expect it to like, I don't know. I just never think the show's going to put anyone like in real peril and they yeah. actually do it. Like a grown man got his ass beat by a fucking silver Fox. Like just, <laughs> just kind of insane. Um, yes. So obviously the story going into the finale was the loser has to stop all operations. Now, from what I remember from watching the, uh, and they do a couple flashbacks where they were again, they um, the back to the weakness talk. There's a scene in this season where they go to a dojo on a, on a specific street corner. That same dojo had a scene, a very similar scene um, in the karate kid. I want to say uh, three where crease and silver fight Daniel LaRusso in that same dojo or in that same empty dojo where um, Silver tries to fight um, Johnny. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Or does try to fight Johnny. Um, That, that was actually an old dojo in the movie, um, which is why he says, Oh, you brought me back to the old dojo. Um, And then back to the weakness talk. That's where we find out that Johnny Lawrence is, Crease's weakness which we all knew that's been the whole thing of their relationship is let's take down Miyagi together let's take down LaRusso together Um, and then obviously that whole scene he kind of finds out they had agreed upon not to fight before the before the tournament but we knew that wasn't going to happen they have a fight at a Stingray's house where uh people fall into pools and stuff and then they kind of go their own ways and then you get like this really awkward car scene between uh uh robbie and tori and And it was just so awkward that i was just like i don't want to talk about that scene anymore (laughs) Um, (laughs) that so real quick the whole post prom party at stingray's house thing that was all really really weird to me like yeah not like setting aside the fact that stingray is an adult man who wants to do karate with high school kids, kids. yeah then he lets them all t- into his house not even and, his like, sister's house oh right 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 and parties with them after prom that just was i just did not like that rain if you're watching this send me a few of these cans for free i'll spon- <laughs> sponsor me please um yeah i found that really weird and then the whole scene where it's just kind of weird because you like don't want to feel bad for this guy, but then you have his neighbor who's like a fucking dick, <laughs> but like kind of rightfully so because you're like, yeah. yeah, this guy is like partying with like fucking 117 year olds. Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, and like his neighbor was right. Like calling him a loser. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. He is actually a kind of a loser. But then you feel bad because, I mean, I at least felt a little bad. But then at the same time, I was just like, this is kind of creepy anyways. So I never felt bad. I really, I genuinely dislike the character of Stingray. I thought he was funny at parts. And then like, I don't, I'm just kind of glad they kind of switched that with him uh, revealing that it was Kreese who attacked him. And then which leads to Terry getting Chris arrested and then now 
Terry assumes full control of Cobra Kai by the end of the season because they technically won the tournament. He paid off the ref, which I knew there was some fuckery going on there because there's a few points that that ref didn't mm-hmm. call. And I was like, hmm, like this is not right. But then they kind of had you going. Like maybe they just didn't win. Yeah. Um, so the end of the season happens and then you get I don't know how this is going to happen, but Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence can't operate their dojos anymore. Sad, tragic story. Rest in peace, Eagle, Eagle Fang, Karate. But um, then you get the shot of uh, Daniel LaRusso talking to Mr. Miyagi. Hey, I failed you. I suck at life. Blah, 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 blah. And then the camera pans over and you get one of my favorite characters and the karate kid, you get chosen. Now you think chosen opens his own dojo and calls it something else. Or do you think we get like Miyagi do 2.0? How do you think that pans out? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really interested to find out what they do with, with Miyagi do and Eagle Fang post post tournament. Yeah. Like, and I mean, other than like the honor system, like what prevents them from running a dojo? Like literally nothing. There's you know, nothing like, written. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, there's no there's no legal ramifications to them continuing to, to run a dojo. So maybe it's like you say, um, chosen as does, does the, the the public facing dojo. But Johnny and Daniel are there teaching with all of their students like who knows? Yeah, so you get uh, obviously. Actually, I, 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, there's. I mean, I think there's probably a really good chance that um, the next season starts with Johnny not even in the but, valley for the first few episodes because he's going after Miguel. He's going after Miguel. That's right. Yeah. Um. So then you get that. You get that reveal, and then you also back to the finale. You get the reveal that Tori beats uh, Sam, but you get the reveal of silver rigging the whole tournament. Um, you think one, you think she breaks and she kind of puts it out there or do you think that'll kind of, I think, so this is what I think is going to happen for season five. I think it'll be kind of like a pent up thing. I feel like, so uh, I feel like silver will. And so there's rumors of, there was another guy in the Karate Kid movies that was um, like the third person in the whole mix. It was Mike Barnes, Terry Silver, and John Kreese. Obviously, now you have um, LaRusso, Chosen, and uh, Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence, like you said, probably won't be in the first few episodes. So you have Chosen and him kind of running the things. A lot of people think that this Mike Barnes guy comes back. Um, and that would fit the theme. That's kind yeah. of what they do, right? Bringing random people back, yeah. Yeah. Do you think she kind of turns on Silver right away, or do you think they're kind of going to prolong that story? Which I think I'm, it'll be a slow burn. Yeah, I do too. Especially because Tori's emerged as one of the main characters. Yeah. Um, and there's like that really interesting tension between her and um, and Sam's mom. Yeah. So I think that all things, all things being Cobra Kai and how they've 
how they've run the show so far. Um, they love to do the heel turn, but they love to draw it out even more. Yeah. So now, obviously, uh, we talked about it earlier in the podcast as well, but you get the reveal of uh, Robbie and Johnny making up kind of a really heartfelt scene. You kind of figure out that like um, they obviously don't want to continue fighting. Uh, There's some really it's there's some really good matchups that are being kind of put out. Um, You could have Robbie and Kenny. You could have um, Kenny and Anthony. Um, If Anthony does decide to pursue the Miyagi-Do way, which I think he'll probably end up being Cobra Kai, though. You think? I think so. So would that mean that Kenny turns from Cobra Kai? Maybe. I feel like it'll be like a recruiting situation. Like, like where there'll be like, look, like obviously your dad's not teaching you shit anymore. Like, uh, how come you just don't join us? And then you might have that, that that team, because there's always a pairing of two, right? Like, there's yeah. always like, so it was Robbie and uh, Robbie and Tori, and then it was Sam and Miguel, and then you had Eli, uh, Eli and Haw- Eli Hawk. Uh, with some of the other people um what are your thoughts about season five like 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 what do you want to see happen what do you think won't happen uh so i'd love to i'd love to continue the the building out of some of like the the younger kids like they started with anthony and kenny um again because like i said earlier um these kids can't stay in high school forever yeah and i'm assuming they're not all going to go to the same community college uh, in that town so <laughs> they're gonna move on eventually i would imagine probably um, so i think that i mean if i don't know how many seasons the show's gonna run netflix is notorious for not running shows more than three to five seasons so maybe season five is the last one so i don't know how much additional world building that they do that's um, true i definitely want to see i want to see terry silver get what's coming to him um, i agree i kind of want to see crease get what's coming to him too even though the show made me feel bad for him at the end of season four I think that there's a. I think that that whole group of villains kind of needs to get what's coming to them. But one of the things the show does really well is. Um, Are they really villains though? Because let's be honest, Daniel Larusso, now that he's grown up, is a massive piece of shit too. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like they do a good job of like no one really being a good person. Um, a good person, a hundred percent of the time. Like everyone's done something that you're like, dude, that's fucked. Why'd you do that? Why'd you sure. say that? For the sake of karate, like that's just fucking insane to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think that in general, I think that there should be some. If if season five is the last one, which I think there's a good possibility that it will be, yeah, I think that there's a lot of you know tying off of storylines and kind of settling of scores that will that will happen that I'd like to see happen. I wonder how much Miguel we get in this season because I don't know when the Blue Beetle is supposed to start filming. Um, let me see. But I do want. I think he's got to be in it. Obviously, he he twists his back, and and the and obviously they go back to. So it's supposed to start filming early this year. Which, in my oh. my opinion, my guess would be that they already filmed season five. Because the way they were able to, so the way they the 
the transition happened was they already had season four filmed when they put on two and three on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So they already had those two seasons, uh, that one season filmed while the rest of the people were able to, excuse me, kind of catch up on season two and three. So then that, 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 that's why we, they basically, those three seasons kind of came out in the same year. It's true. Um, which I had no idea they were already filmed. This kind of leads me to believe that maybe season five has been filled, been filled already, uh, filmed already. Uh, I'm guessing if Miguel does come back, it'll be a weird thing where he comes back right before the All Valley. Because I don't think that, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I don't know that, that story, that story can be really interesting because like, um, you know, that like, obviously they're going to have to play into, and I don't know, maybe it could be some weird spinoff thing where they reveal that his dad was some random fucking karate guy too. (laughs) That would be very on brand for Cobra Kai. I would just, that would be just kind of hilarious to be honest. um, I'd be okay with it though. That's that's one of the beauties of this show is that like, no matter what they do, like I'm just along for the ride. It always, yeah. 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 Like they've made it like it's fun enough and it's serious enough and it's out there enough that like, it's just really good, like entertaining drama with excellent fight choreography and they almost never let you go a full episode of that some sort of cool fight or encounter happening. Um, and because of that, man, they could do anything. And I'm going to watch it because it's just a really fun show. Yeah, I have been converted. I obviously have even a fucking Cobra Kai shirt I saw on. That. Like, <laughs> I, try to, I try to match attire with every uh, like episode I've done for the most part. Um, but I think... Robbie needs to join Eagle Fang if there is an Eagle Fang even right. thing going. Either way, he has to leave Cobra Kai. I think you're right. Yeah, so he'll leave Cobra Kai. Um, Miguel will find out that his father's probably fucking dead or something. Um, or maybe... What a, <laughs> what a rosy outlook you have. I mean, it's not going to be well. Like, you know him leaving is not well. Like, right. they, they've, they've established that already um, because his mom tells Johnny that, Hey, um, his dad doesn't know he exists. Right. And then it's Johnny Lawrence in Mexico. Like we know that's not going to end well for anyone. Like my guy's going to be like um, amigos. uh, (laughs) Don't they stop Miguel? You know what I mean? Like um, he's going to be tequila drunk at one point. Oh, definitely. I will say it kind of broke me that, Miguel was kind of finally starting to accept Johnny as his dad, and then we have that that scene where that scene was rough. He gets blackout drunk after the prom, and then he puts him in the bed, and then he's like, "Yeah, thanks, Robbie." I was like, "No, he didn't say thanks. It was way worse than that." Oh yeah, Miguel. Miguel told Johnny he loved him. That's right. That's right. And then he goes, "I love you too, Rob," and turns over crying. Yep. And then Miguel started crying. And I was like, holy shit, now I'm crying. Yep, now I'm a fucking oh, mess, why too. Why did you do that? That was so awful. Yeah, that was... Uh, I do think that Tori and Sam will probably end their rivalry. Because now you have uh, the other girl that joined Cobra Kai who um, 
was originally trying to join Eagle Fang, converted over to Cobra Kai. Um, and it was kind of funny because she was like the new wave millennial character. She was like, my pronouns are she, her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, well, the only pronouns we use in this fucking dojo are like whatever the fuck he said. Um, just, <laughs> I don't remember, but just, just again, really funny humor for Johnny Lawrence. Real on brand for that character yeah. because like he's still stuck in the 80s, which I just fucking found hilarious. Um, do you think Cobra Kai season five is it? I think they've kind of drawn out on most of the stuff that they're able to put out uh i will say for sure it's not because i looked up while we were talking how many seasons they're planning (laughs) and they said they're doing at least six the creators are already working on season six okay at least mapping it out well Um, i said they haven't decided if there's anything beyond six but for sure they want to do six okay i'm 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 pretty cool with that yeah i mean six seasons from a netflix show it's pretty impressive Yeah. yeah God, Netflix cancels shows after one season, five days after it launches. Like, I mean, all the Marvel shows did three seasons. Most of them did three seasons. Their devil got canceled right at the end of season three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Six seasons. Oh shit! I wonder what happens in season five. That's kind of fuck. See, that's that's what I'm telling you. I yeah. think they. And you're you're right. By the way, they did see, film season five already. Okay, I figured. And yeah, this that... was this article was posted on January fourth, so they finished filming season five before twenty twenty two. Holy shit! <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of fucked yeah. up. They're not releasing it until December. I know, fucking jerks, dude. Yeah, I guess I guess it kind of keeps the uh, the the tension built because obviously it gives more people um, kind of opportunity to. Um, before we end this podcast, uh, any final thoughts of Cobra Kai? Uh, anything that we didn't talk about that you might want to mention? Nothing we didn't talk about. All the stuff that I was like, I want to make sure that I bring it up. We talked about like the the Carrie Underwood thing and the, oh god, the Stingray stuff. Like the the big like really weird things. Um, in general, man, I think I already kind of summed up my thoughts on the show. It's just it's a really fun, well choreographed show about fighting um it's dramatic and it's heartfelt and it's kind of it 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 makes you feel things and that's hard to do for this type of a show especially in 20 to 28 minutes or 35 minutes you know that they do a lot with a little bit of time and i think that's really impressive and one of the things that i love about the show they pack so much into an episode yeah as a person who so i've i've been I will give props to the show and the 20 to 25, 15 minutes, even sometimes there are episodes they are like 22 minutes, which is yeah. fucking insane. Like sitcom style. Yeah. And those short minutes, I'm glad that as a person who, it just kind of depends though. I'm kind of picky on what I can sit through and what can I sit through. My friends <laughs> have been trying to get me uh, to fucking sit down and watch um, Game of Thrones. And my attention span is just not fucking there. I can't with, do it either. But with Cobra Kai, I'm like, let's kill fucking the six episodes in one city. <laughs> Cause it's like, cause it's like three hours. Um, I will give the show credit. It, it, it doesn't shy away from it knowing how shitty and cheesy of a show it is. Yeah. They embrace that full on. And I love that as a fan um, of the show and as a fan of just cheesy stuff because i'm if if any of you if any of the listeners know me as a person i'm just a really outlandish person and i love cheesy stuff i 
am the cheesy romantic type. I make the cheesy jokes all the time. I'm like the dad joke type of guy. So this show's like right up my fucking alley and I love it. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting to like the show the way I did like the show. Um, but here we are. I'm, make, I, I'm doing a podcast and I'm talking about it. I have the fucking shirt on. I killed season four like in two weeks with my roommate. Um, so overall, I'm super excited for season five. If there is one thing you want in season five, what is it? I want more layers to Sam. I think season four, by the end of season four, she was one of my favorite characters. And for the first three seasons, I very much did not like her. I thought that she was extremely annoying. Oh, 100%. And, uh, soft and kind of uninteresting. Yeah. Um, and when she finally kind of, she she warmed up to Johnny and Johnny's style more. And it the layers that it added to her character throughout the season. God, I forgot about phenomenal. that. Give me more of that. I forgot about that fucking rooftop scene. Oh, oh God. God. How, how absurd was that? Oh, that was so nuts. I just, re- I just remember sitting there and being like, this guy's fucking crazy, which obviously he is. He's Johnny fucking Lawrence, but um, is she fucking like, like Spider-Man that shit? Like that jump, that whole scene was so fucking dumb. And it, the whole scene to me was kind of pointless because the rest of the dojo didn't do it. It was just her proving or I guess in essence that scene was important because it tied back to them her trusting Johnny more than her dad. Which I guess in hindsight that scene was important. But um before we end the podcast, I do want to talk about the two choices for the winners. I it was um it was Hawk and Tori. Mm-hmm. I was pretty shocked. I was expecting Robbie and Tori to clean house, but I kind of liked that they gave Hawk his and it finally became like, so Hawk has always been a badass from the first couple seasons to now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of glad that he got his, obviously there's been no one yet to be able to defeat Tori. I don't think Sam will be that person either. I think it'll be one of the other girls they introduced in this season. Um, what did you think of the outcome of the All Valley? Uh, I, actually, I agree with everything you just said almost 100%. Um, I was a little shocked that Miguel wasn't in the final fight, but I get why what happened had to happen for them to kind of set him on his other path. Yeah. Um, I loved seeing Hawk win it. I, I, like I said earlier, he's one of my favorite characters. I've loved him since the first season. I thought it was really cool to kind of see him come full circle and like, you know, win one for the good guys. Uh, and, and those fights were really entertaining. Yeah, like they really they, were. They they the well choreographed show, man. They're really good at fight choreography. And yeah, and then they they do the old tribute of uh, Johnny Lawrence taking the shirt off in in the show mm-hmm. in the movie. Robbie does it. Uh, really good callbacks. Um, well, I think we've touched about just about everything. Um, is there anything else you want to say? before we head off and end this podcast i don't think so awesome well thanks for doing this with me man uh you want to tell uh the listeners where they can find you find your band find your twitch stuff all that good stuff sure so um for the hardcore band it's called heat 
Uh, it's heat underscore TX on Twitter. Um, that's really the only link you need for that band. Um, there's links to music there. Um, the metalcore band is uh, hauled out. It's easy to find Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all over the place. Just search hauled out. We're from Texas. You'll find us that way. And then for streaming, um, all that stuff, like my Instagram, my Twitch, it's all Jack's Pancreas underscore. Sorry, the socials are Jack's Pancreas underscore. The Twitch is just Jack's Pancreas. Although I might start streaming on YouTube. I don't know. Ooh. I, haven't, I haven't streamed on Twitch in a while. I've been kind of taking a break. So we'll see. Awesome. Well, again, dude, thanks for having, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, thanks for listening guys. You can again, find, um, the Latino nerd order podcast on, uh, all platforms that are, uh, that have podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, YouTube and Apple. Uh, we are, there's been a delay and me uploading the videos to YouTube. We'll hopefully have those out. I can't really dictate the traffic yet. So, so far the audio forum has really been uh, really helpful. Um, so you can follow us on at Latino order pod on most of the socials. If you go to my Instagram, um, you'll click the link tree in the bio. It'll have a uh, breakdown of all of our sites. You can go ahead, follow. If you're going to listen, please leave a review. Those are really, really big. Um, if you leave a review, a uh, five-star review would be great. Those go really, really far. They kind of help us uh, get further than they do than, than listen sometimes. Um, so the episode next after this will be the um, AW Beach Bash review that I, that I will do on my own. And then after that, we'll dive into a season spoiler review of uh, the Book of Boba Fett. And then we'll dive into a, a season spoiler review of uh peacemaker so it might be a week or two before we have some more material for you guys so we can catch up to the shows um but after that i will be doing a um overall discussion of uh encanto which i know has been requested a lot and um, i haven't seen the movie yet um but it is something that touches really really big with latino culture and a lot of the stereotypes that it comes to Latino. So I do want to take a deep dive into that. Um, the two guests for the Book of Boba Fett episode are going to be Chris from This Is Hardcore. And then uh, the homie Dom Macias from uh, the Uncanny Dom local photographer uh, that just does really, really amazing work. Well, anyways, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one.